0: Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com.
1: Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camel wear at a price you can afford. Huntworthgear.com. And by Professional Hearing Care, LLC of Moston, La Crosse, Westby, and Fitchburg. P-R-O-F, hearingcare.com. I'm Dan Small. Today we'll talk with retired chiropractor Dr. Odell Salverson about his experience with hearing aids, and Huntworth Gear Pro Staffer Jeff Buds shares some advice for turkey hunters seeking a grand slam. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. It's time now for Madison Outdoors, heard every week at this time on AM 1070 The Game, and anytime at all, wherever you get your podcasts. Lake Link, iHeartRadio, OutdoorNews.com, and other platforms as well. And joining us now from Wanake, and the only Wanake in the world, they say, is pro angler Duffy Cup. Well, Duffy, welcome back and thanks for joining us again.
2: Good to be with you, Dan.
1: So you spent the last two weekends at ice fishing shows, first in St. Paul, and then in Oshkosh. How did those go?
2: Those were two very, very good shows. We start off two weekends ago up in St. Paul, Minnesota. That show has been going on up there for over 20 years and uh, certainly has grown, and it grew again this year. What I'm up there for is to help Clam Corporation sell product. Uh-huh. I don't consider myself necessarily to be a salesman, but from my teaching career, I think I'm pretty good at teaching people about different products. Yeah. And then let them make a decision whether that's something that they would like to uh, purchase. And then, because we don't sell anything out of our booth, we just tell them, well, if you want to get one of those, why don't you go over to Thorn Brothers over there, and they probably have a pretty good deal on it today. Sure. It's big. Anybody, even experienced ice fishermen that have never been there, When you walk into the place and walk around that whole thing, your mouth would be wide open and your chin would be dragging on the cement. It truly is an amazing show, and anybody that's never been there, you've got to go there at least once. It's quite a thing, and CLAM is the main sponsor, and for those of us that do a little bit of work for CLAM, they're probably, on any one day in there, we probably have over 100 people working for that corporation. Wow, It's such a great company. Number one on their list is customer service. And if you ever have a question, you ever have a problem, you dial their number. Somebody in Rogers, Minnesota picks up the phone and talks to you in English that you can understand. And they will stay on the phone with you until everything gets resolved.
1: Yep. I know some of the folks uh, who've worked for CLAM over the years, and it's always been a good experience.
2: And the thing is, you get the the big companies that make good products. Some of them aren't good, but, you know, from other companies, I go and I look and compare and I just go, I don't know about that. But there's a lot of, if you want to call them garage or basement companies there that make a single product, and those guys, too, are selling the heck out of it, and people are buying it, and it's all good stuff. I mean, if you don't have a good product, you're not going to be able to sell many things. But there were a lot of people who made a lot of money. That's for darn sure.
1: All right, well, let's talk about the show last weekend, the Wisconsin Ice Fishing Expo, and that was the first, and we hope not the last, up in Oshkosh. How was that one?
2: I was excited to go there because it it is the first time. I have been at previous ice shows in Wisconsin. They all pretty much failed miserably. Part of it was where they had them and stuff like that. But anyway, Bast and Durbin outdid themselves with this one. They promoted the heck out of it. And just to give you an idea, it opened on a Friday, like they all do. And Fridays usually are a little slow. There's a lot of tire kickers uh, walking around. This thing, it was packed on Friday.
1: Wow.
2: In fact, the cars were backed up so far, it was onto I-41. And the state police had to get involved, and they oh, weren't oh. real happy,
3: I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> so
2: on Saturday, they changed the traffic pattern and everything, and it was really good. And Saturday was really packed. People were coming in at 9 o'clock, and there's a huge lineup. And every once in a while, I just leave what I'm doing. i got to walk around a little bit and keep my legs loose. And I went past the main entrance there, and it was 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And there were still people lined up outside to get in. Wow. Somebody made some money on the deal. The neat thing about these shows is you meet so, so many cool people, and they're easy to talk to, and it's refreshing for me because you can talk to young ones, you can talk to old ones, and it, everybody has ice fishing on their mind. The number of products, and some of them, you look at them, you've never seen one of them before, they look a little bit strange, but heck, they all work. Mm-hmm. And other companies that I've been exposed to over the years, like HT Enterprises from Campbellsport, Wisconsin, yep, and you've got Aquaview, and you've got J.B. Lures, and... So many good companies coming in there. You take a step back and look at it in Panavision a little bit, and it's pretty impressive.
1: And how was Sunday? The Packers were not playing on Sunday, so I would imagine. No, they oh, it pe-
2: weren't Sunday, and Sunday was until about the last hour. Sunday was very good, and it was, I wouldn't say packed like it was on Friday and Saturday, but the foot traffic through there was very busy again. I was challenged a little bit by some of the people from Clam to sell certain shacks and stuff like that. And they wanted them gone by the end of the weekend. And I basically was out of work at about 10.30 on Saturday morning (laughs) already. Good, good.
1: (laughs) Well, we mentioned the Packers did not play on Sunday, and they sort of played on Monday night. With your teaching and coaching experience, any advice for those boys?
2: Well... I don't know. That world of professional football is something I've never been part of. But I'll tell you what, how you can look that good one week and so bad the next week. And, you know, New York Giants, I didn't think they are a very good team either. We, I listened to the first half on the radio coming home and then second half sitting at the TV watching that and thought they had it all wrapped up. And then the Packers defense went to heck in a handbasket right there in the last minute and a half. That was pretty
1: disheartening. Yeah, it certainly was. My son's in New York for a short time because his wife works for the U.N. there, and he sent me a photo from the game, and he said, we showed up, where are the Packers? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Anyway, well, gosh, um, we got maybe a minute left to talk about what's coming up at the Muskie School. That's in March. What's the date again?
2: Well, March 23rd is the big date. Our goal always is to make it better than it was the year before, and this—it's the 21st anniversary school, but it's really the 22nd because we had that one year in there while we were doing things online. Yeah. But we've got a full lineup of 32 classes at this point. I'm way ahead of where I'm normally at. I'm getting my duties done for the school, and I look at the lineup. I've got a copy of it in my hand right now and I look at it and say holy Toledo. The big thing about this for me because I had uh, at one of the shows we ended up talking about muskie fishing and the guy was impressed with what we were doing he said man how much how much money do you make at this? And I said I've been doing this for 22 years I've never made a cent mm. because the money either goes to stocking muskies in the Madison Lakes, which is where the bulk of it goes. We give out a scholarship or two to Wanaki High School uh, senior, and we help uh, DNR pay for some of the muskie research that they do. So that's the bottom line. Nobody, Nobody's making a living off putting on a muskie school, and it's the only muskie school of its kind in the world where you can offer 32 classes in one day.
1: Fantastic. Well, I will be there as I have been for the last uh, number of years and for folks who might want to learn more or sign up now, where can they go?
2: Well, all you've got to do is go to muskyschool.com and we will start taking registrations sometime early in January. We'll get the we'll get the word out via social media as to when that starts. Sometime after the first year of the year we're going to start taking people in. There's a couple of classes that you can take where there's a very limited number we allow to sign up because of what they're going to do. So the sooner you get it done, the better. You know, A lot of people have to wait because they don't know if they have to work on that Saturday or what it might be. But I can guarantee just from the experience of doing this so many years that if you come, you're going to be impressed and you're going to learn something.
1: All right. Well, Duffy, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again for sure before the Muskie school, maybe when there's enough ice to safely fish around the whole state. I know there is some up north, but uh, we're not talking ice fishing in much of the state yet.
2: No, I think everybody knows the situation we're in around here. That's for dang sure.
1: Yeah, all right. Well, thanks so much, Duffy. Merry Christmas to you, and we'll talk again in the new year.
2: You too, Dan. Thanks.
1: You bet. Duffy Cup with the Madison Outdoors Report. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this.
4: Are you putting off treating your hearing loss for you or a loved one because you can't afford it? Hi, I'm Dr. Laura Benipol from Professional Hearing Care. And I'm telling you that you couldn't be further away from the truth. I believe that everyone should have access to hearing health care and improve cognitive health. And that's why we offer our affordable treatment plan. Our team is dedicated to taking the stigma and cost of hearing loss out of the picture. For a free consultation, call 608 292 or visit our website at www.profhearingcare.com.
1: If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupy & Abraham, named best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupy & Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients in fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Huppie & Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit com And all 11 offices of Huppie & Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. Well, joining me once again from Wisconsin Rapids, Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, gosh, I hope you had a better weekend than the Packers did. Well, actually, that was Monday night for those <laughs> boys. That was a sad, sad outcome, wasn't it? Gosh,
5: it it was. It was a frustrating game to watch. You can ask Eileen. I had plenty to say to the television.
1: Yeah. Well, and uh, John texted me. He's in New York with Sally Ann for a few weeks, and they've they've got some travel plans as well. And he texted me a photo. From the game, and uh, he said, "We showed up. Where are the packers <laughs> okay, no kidding, yeah, no kidding, anyway, yeah, I thought they had it in the bag. They gave it away a couple times, and uh, there's been a lot of call for new defense uh or new defensive mm-hmm. manager coordinator, yeah. coordinator you mm-hmm. know I, I, we're not a, a ball sports." Show,
5: but I, I suppose we can,
1: <laughs> we can throw our two cents worth in there. Um, oh,
5: why not? Yeah. Hey, we're from Wisconsin. We can, we can have an opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And interestingly, I talked with a gentleman from Iowa. We had a question about the, you that, uh, you, I don't know if I talked about it on the show. She, uh, was in trouble last summer. We put her down. She had a full term, partly decayed lamb in her and, Mm. I finally got around to calling somebody who might know something about it and after he told me, uh, she um she uh obviously uh, couldn't uh couldn't reabsorb the thing. It must have died on her and so on. And then he said, Are you ready for the big game tonight? And this was uh uh Monday, or whenever I talked to him and uh I said, uh, yeah, it was Monday and I said, Yeah, are you a Packers fan? He said, Oh, I have been forever and uh he he talked about the Packers as if it's his team, you know, he said, we this and <laughs> we that. I said, oh, good for you. He said, yeah, we don't have a team in Iowa, an NFL team. Uh, and I like the Packers cause they're the only team that is not owned by some fat cat. There's a, sure. a bunch of us skinny cats. Well, anyway, <laughs> there's still three games left and uh, we're not giving up hope, but it's looking kind of bleak right now. Well, any for more, sure. any more deer hunting on your part?
5: you know we uh we got a little bit for the antlerless hunt uh, didn't see any deer during the antlerless hunt um and then uh did a little bow hunting this last week saw deer you know uh, i i equate uh gun deer season as trolling for deer Mm-hmm. and bow hunting as jigging for deer. Jigging. If you're not on the spot on the spot, <laughs> okay. You're not going to get that deer. Yeah. You can be a little bit off when you're uh when you've got the rifle in hand, but uh you know, bow hunting I I was off by boy, I was off by 10 yards. If I was 10 yards into a different tree, I would have had a shot of deer, but uh you know, that's just that's the way it goes and especially as I explore public land and uh you know, you kind of never know what goes on before you ever get there. You know, how many people have been through or, or whatnot. And so, um, I'm enjoying the time. I've, I am seeing deer. You know, i am just not, not been in the right place at the right time yet. Yeah. Well, there's still a few days left. You've got uh,
1: maybe a couple more opportunities.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably be two or three more opportunities and, and we'll be done for the year. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm done deer hunting for the year. I might hunt turkeys. I do have a permit. Um, Our good friend Lauren killed his 163rd bird on Wednesday morning. Uh, He had four toms come in. He had two tags, but uh, they wouldn't cooperate, and he finally shot one before they all wandered off. But he sent me some interesting video of a hen out of a large flock of hens beating up his uh funky chicken, uh that skinny Jake decoy that he likes. So that was interesting to see that they were picking picking on that decoy, yeah. And we got our Ram back from our uh our friends Jordan and Jody Bendell. Uh we sold a ram to them last summer for breeding and we've been looking for one and uh decided to borrow him back. And so we're we're doing that and using him this, uh, this year again, cause none of the ewes are out of, are his offspring. So we'll use him one more time and he's got real nice wool and they like the wool and we like the wool. So we've got him back and it's funny. We had him in there just a couple days and he's keeping everybody at bay. He's got every, all the ewes in a corner and even the three weathers, uh, including Buddy who outweighs him by a good 25, 30 pounds. Uh, he just kind of, Makes a menacing face or a gesture and Buddy just says, oh, okay, I'm not going to mess with you. Anyway, it's fun to watch them. Well, coming up, we have Huntworth pro staffer Jeff Buds. He's killed more turkeys than anybody I know and probably more than anybody in the world. He's going to offer advice For taking a grand slam of turkeys And that's all four species of wild turkey And Jeff, he's done it more than a hundred times If you can imagine that (laughs) Wow Yeah, insane, absolutely crazy We think Lauren is crazy Well, Jeff is super crazy And retired chiropractor Dr. Odell Salverson Shares his experience with hearing aids From professional hearing care Very similar to my experience All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio
5: Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90 plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids, big and small we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs.
3: Get ready now for 2024 with the official Outdoor News Sportsman's Calendar. Whether it's hunting, fishing, or finding your local sports show, this collectible calendar has it all. Stay ahead with moon phases, peak fish and wildlife activity times, and more, all surrounded by original images from the nation's top wildlife artists. Now available in multiple states, including Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, and Illinois, all the way to New York. Supplies are limited, so get yours today at OutdoorNews.com.
4: Are you putting off treating your hearing loss for you or a loved one because you can't afford it? Hi, I'm Dr. Laura Benipol from Professional Hearing Care, and I'm telling you that you couldn't be further away from the truth. I believe that everyone should have access to hearing health care and improve cognitive health, and that's why we offer our affordable treatment plan. Our team is dedicated to taking the stigma and cost of hearing loss out of the picture. For a free consultation, call 608 2924916 or visit our website at www.profhearingcare.com
0: welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information outdoors radio with Dan small.
1: for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Huntworth Gear is performance camo wear at a price you can afford. You can find it at Mills Fleet Farm and other retailers and online at huntworthgear.com. And joining us again is Huntworth Pro Staffer Jeff Buds. He's a guide, a writer, and a pro staffer with several companies with more than 35 years of experience hunting all over the world. He's killed more than 500 wild turkeys. He has 110 grand slams, if my count is accurate. And that's more than any other hunter in history. And, of course, he's a Huntworth Pro Staffer, and his website, where you can follow what he's up to, and even book him for a guide trip, if you like, is tagitworldwide.com. And on his website, you'll find links to his Facebook and Instagram accounts as well. He was on our show several years ago, and he joins us again now. And, Jeff, thank you for joining us again. Welcome back.
6: Thanks for the introduction. I appreciate it. Good
1: talking to you. Yeah, you bet. Now, last time we talked, this was several years ago, you were going for a grand slam of bearded hens with a bull, and I understand you accomplished that.
6: Yes, sir. Well, the first one was by accident, a fluke in Osceola. You know, everybody says, how can you drive so many long hours? Anyway, I realized that you could shoot a turkey in August and July in Florida, and then the rest of the months are pretty easy. They fall right in. So I started off in August in Florida. The first group of birds that came by, I was hunting a pinch point, there was a bearded hen in it and a long beard, 10, 11 inch top. I didn't even hesitate. I shot the bearded hen. It's not going out trying to kill all hens, but i shot several different bearded hens. So I took the hen and then my next month was September in Sh- in Shagrin, Nebraska. I was in a barnyard. They'd come into a barnyard and pick around. And I sort of thought, well, wouldn't that be interesting? Because I'd seen them in that area before. There comes a bearded hen. So I shot the Miriam bearded hen in September, and I thought, oh, my gosh, what's the chances? I went elk hunting in between, and then I went to Kansas, and I just thought, how incredible would it be? I had all these toms come by, and I just never got a shot. I couldn't get the right shot. Well, I went back out the next day, and there was a bearded hen, and I was beside myself. Because I have a really good spot in Illinois for Easterns, so I took that (laughs) Rio bearded hen, three months straight, Rio, then my next stop was Illinois. I tried and tried. I actually missed a bearded hen. You know, I wanted four months, four states. disappointed or I mean it's funny that I shot an amazing tom but I wanted the bearded hen anyway I went back for Christmas my son then was two and I asked my wife I said hey can I go hunting the tomorrow morning it was Christmas Eve I said it'll be my last time if I ever get to hunt a Christmas morning she said no problem he doesn't know so I hunted And I put out an owl decoy, which we can go into that later, but I figured out the birds, when they see an owl decoy, their protection instinct, survival instinct kicks in. So I have almost 50 birds, toms and jakes and hens all come in. I'm scanning through the crowd, and there she is, a bearded hen. And I, oh, my gosh, Christmas Eve, bearded hen, finished my Grand Slam, and I'll never forget it. I mean, we all have different experiences. A lot of stuff goes through the wayside, But the highs and the lows are burnt forever, and that was definitely, Christmas morning, just insane.
1: What a great Christmas gift. That's amazing. And you told me before we started recording that that was part of 13 months in a row of taking a bird. Is that right?
6: Correct. So then I finished January. I got an Osceola Hmm. in Florida. February was Texas, a Rio in South Texas. There's only four counties that are open in the month of February, and then March, April, May are a no brainer for everybody in the country, multiple states. And then June, it used to be only Maine, but now Wisconsin and Michigan are open up in June. So there's three states now open in June, and then back to July. So I had started in August, so then I had one day to finish it up because it opened on Saturday, July 31st. And the next day, Sunday, was going to be the 1st of August. So I had one day get it done, and here comes the long beard. It took quite a while, but in the summer, when I say sit and wait, it's a sweat, mosquito sit and wait in South Florida, but we all do what we have to to get it done. And then just because I'm me, and I had to put an exclamation point on it, I went fast. I think it was the third week of August, because I wanted to just say I put something else extra on it, and I took another tom in August to say I am the first to take 13 months straight.
1: Wow. Now, was that all with the bow?
6: No, it wasn't. Five of
3: the thirteen were with the
1: bow. All right. Now, not many people have taken even one with the bow. Now, is there any turkey hunting achievement that you haven't accomplished that is still on your bucket list? Oh,
6: absolutely. But it's just like when you know where that big buck is, you don't tell people until you got him in your hand.
1: You know what I mean?
6: <laughs> yep. Yep. One thing I, it's easy to say, I'm trying to finish a Grand Slam with every conceivable legal weapon. So far, I've done a 410, a 28, a 20, a 16, a 12, a 10, a rifle, a crossbow, and a uh, muzzleloader. So I just got a recurve. So I'm practicing that. So there's a couple more. A musket. I want to go real old-fashioned. Do a musket. Maybe put some, like, nails in there. Or I don't know, whatever they put in there when they could back in the day. So, anyway, that's an easy one that, that people know about. But I've got a couple. You know, I like the wow factor, Dan. So I promise you I will get
2: back to you and we'll talk all about it.
1: Well, that's good. I appreciate your enthusiasm, and I'm sure a lot of listeners think you're crazy. But I know a few who... Understand what you're talking about. I have a good, a good friend. His name is Lauren Voss. He is considered the Wisconsin Turkey Commander and he's only killed 162 birds, but his uh, claim to fame is doubles and he's got one triple and that is two birds with one shot. He's done that multiple yep. times this year. Oh, I forget. Now he's going to listen to this and he's going to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's got three doubles. And he's going for a triple, so he's trying to do a double hat trick, if that makes sense. Yeah, at, yeah. at one point, he killed 21 birds with nine shots or something like that. It's just, uh, he's very oh conser- gosh, very conservative with his hard. ammunition, yeah.
6: You're right. Hey, that TSS is expensive stuff these days, right?
1: It is, and so you can save money by lining up two birds if you have the tags, <laughs> which he there did. There you go. Well, uh, before There's we, a new marketing tool for y- Federal. There you go. We need to take a break, but before we do, what's the deal with owl decoys? Well,
6: I, by chance, was sitting in a deer stand, and I saw a red-tailed hawk grab a mouse in a cut bean field. And as we know, bean fields, you can see anything. I could see the red tail forever and the turkeys came into the field. I heard them putting, and I thought, what's going on? You know, they see something, maybe a coyote. They were probably 200 yards away. Once they all got in the field, they didn't stop the 200 yards until they got to that red-tailed hawk, and they surrounded it. Any avian predators they worry about, if you've ever seen a turkey react when they see something. I've flown in a helicopter and a plane down low, and seen the turkeys, they open up their tail and they'll put their wings out to look bigger than they really are, just like a dog bristles his hair. So I saw them do that, it just clicked. And I thought, you know, I wonder if it'd work with an owl. So I've tried that several times and I've had them walk by it a couple times, but Jake's almost always will come in. I found it to be a fall thing when they're grouped up and in the wide open where they can feel like they get away instantly. It was amazing, because when I shot and missed the bearded hen, they jumped in there, but then they went back, and they were, like, trying to fight with that decoy. It was insane. It was just incredible.
1: Wow. Well, I'll have to try that sometime. Well, Jeff, we've got to take a break. Will you stay with us a couple minutes while we do that? Absolutely. All right, folks, I'm talking with Jeff Buds. He is, as you can tell, a turkey hunting fanatic with a lot of records to his credit, and we'll be back with more after this. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio.
0: Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
1: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Folks, I've been talking with Jeff Buds. He is a turkey hunting expert and fanatic, and some people would say crazy out of his mind for the hours and miles that he puts on every year and the places he hunts, but I don't know anyone who's killed as many birds or has had as many interesting turkey hunting experience as he has. And Jeff, we were talking about the Aldi Decoy. I'm going to try that. But before that, I mentioned Lauren Voss and his doubles. I imagine you've killed a few doubles, haven't you?
6: I have a tip for anybody. If you have the license tags to be able to legally do it, of course,
1: Yes. you wait
6: for one bird, you watch that one bird. And you put your pin, your red dot, whatever it is, you, you target that one bird. When the other one walks behind it, then you shoot. Mm-hmm. And you don't aim between them or off to the side or all this stuff. That's how I always do it. And then another thing with this TSS we mentioned before jokingly, I had a client last year. Luckily, he had two tags, but he had a 410. We snuck in, we, we reaping using the tail fan. Here comes the top, finally came towards us. Well... There was a super Jake that was 22 yards behind the 22-yard close Tom. That 44-yard Jake fell dead as the Tom fell dead with a 410 shell. It's crazy. So the net is look at your target and, more importantly, what's behind it with anything that we do out there.
1: Absolutely, and that's amazing. And you were telling me before we took the break that you've done better than a triple.
6: I hate to burst anybody's bubbles, but again, legally. And people ask me, here's another one that I get, and I don't even take offense to it because I know I'm right and I'm legal and everything's good, but I've had people come up literally at shows, and there's no way, you're a liar. There's that Jeff Buds, he's a liar. And I say, excuse me, what are you? my wife's standing there and the kids, and I'm like, what are you talking about? You're f-, and this has been years ago, this one specific little old lady she happened to be a friend of a guy that he put her up to it. But she said, you're a liar. There's no way. You're 50 years old, 52, whatever. There's no way you've gotten 80 whatever at the time grand slams. And I said, ma'am, if you give me your email, I have it saved, and I will email you documents. I will email you pictures, licenses, anything you want to show how I did it legally. And I said, well, legally, you can get two spring osceolas, And you can get two fall osceolas. So I've killed, harvested, taken, four Grand Slams for, and it wasn't 25 years. That would be real simple, and I'd love that because I'm OCD. But I started off with one Grand Slam the first year in 94, and then 95, I got two, and then I realized... Because back then, I was only had a few grand slams, and there were only a few people that had done it. And I looked at the records, and I saw Dick Kirby, and I thought, oh, Dick Kirby. Oh, I thought he hung the moon. I mean, I still do. He's amazing, unfortunately passed away. Yes. But he was ahead of me, and that just drove me nuts, because the view from second place never changes. <laughs> well, back then two grand slams, boom, two grand slams, each person got two grand slams, he and I each year two grand slams, and then I thought, so 95, 6, 7, and 8, and I thought, oh my gosh, and then for some reason I was talking to somebody and they said, oh no, you can get two grand slams in the fall, so I thought, oh, 1999, I'm going to do it, so I did, and back then you turned in your records. Mail Mail, and it took a while. They put out the publication in June. So here comes the publication, and oh boy, I was going to show Dick Kirby. And guess what Dick Kirby did also in
1: 1999? Ah, ah, ah. yeah. He
6: figured it out. He saw that whippersnapper behind him. Well, I got mine on November 29th and 30th, and he got his on December 30th and 31st. Huh. So, And I thought, oh well, at least I beat him to the punch. But along the way, I had talked to a, a seminal, a tribal member, he said, oh, you're crazy. Said, I don't know how many I was behind Dick at the time. And I said, oh, I, I just want to catch up to him. I just want to catch up, and I want to be number one. And he goes, well, you know, you can hunt him on the reservation. I said, non-tribal members cannot hunt on the reservation. They can't possess a gun. And he goes, no, no, there's one small ranch. That they have high fence. It's called Billy Swamp Safaris. And I can openly talk about it now because they ended all hunting for everybody In 2015 maybe, so I called, I booked a hunt, and I paid to go down there and shoot an Osceola. Well, I got one Osceola with them so that I got five grand that year, and then I thought, holy cow. And the deal was, you pay for your first one, and I forget back then the price, let's say it was $1,600. And then after that, each additional bird was like $700. But there was no limit because they wrote the tags. It was the reservation. So here comes this string of toms. They're walking down this game trail, all lined up. And I thought, I was with a good friend. He said, I wanted to go with you. I want to see how this works. And I was with the guide. Well, I got up front. It was late February, early March. I forget. But they were working. They were gobbling. And here they come, gobbling. But they're walking down this trail. Boom, I shoot. I didn't jump up because I knew what I had done. And I knew they were stone cold dead operative word they so they both jump up they were behind they could barely see they jump up and they run by and the guy goes oh my gosh Jeff you shot more than one you're gonna have to pay for that and I said oh dog gone it <laughs> and then my buddy he goes Jeff I can't believe it I can't believe you and I was just sort of grinning and I said, oh, doggone it. I got to pay for more. Well, in my head, I'm absolutely beside myself mm-hmm. because I just picked up four grand slams because I had a bunch of other birds. I knew I could get the rest that year and I had piles of others before that I hadn't turned in on as far as records. Anyway, so I killed four. Osceola Tom's with one shot and he was going Jeff do you know how much that's going to cost and the guy's like oh you know do the math real quick and we're walking I was the last carrying all my gear what I had and, and he turned to me and he goes I just can't believe it and I looked at him and whispered I was aiming for five <laughs> and he looked and the light bulb went off in his head because he is a there are certain people that are hunters And there are certain people that are predators. And when you're a predator, you can be told an animal – a species, basically what they do, what a trophy looks like, and here, go get them. Mm. And a predator will get it done. And he is – he's on a short list of people that if in a competition or if it came down to it, who you'd want to be with you, who I'd want. So when that happened, he was dumbfounded and he just went – that's my boy that's that's my Jeff it was pretty funny but I did that that was the only time and they're going away with tags I mean Nebraska went away with four tags Um, I've shot multiple doubles up there a triple now it's just one bird in the fall and two in the spring Kansas went away with fall and it's one bird for non-residents in the fall draw only these states that had these real liberal uh, licenses and they're getting away from that quickly so the days of the opportunity of that they're slipping away.
1: So your records may stand, is what you're saying.
6: Well, I don't know. But <laughs> I, don't know. I, got a, I got a little bud here that's five and a half, and yeah. he's never shot a turkey. and If I had a penny for everybody that asked when he was, and I said, you know what, I was all gung-ho last year when he was four and a half at Christmas, and I got him a, a pellet gun with a red dot, and I thought, okay, here, I'm going to get him trained so he gets used to it and slip into a turkey. He didn't even want to shoot the pellet gun. It scared him. Mm. And he went, no more, and I went, Uh, And I caught myself. It's not going to be about me or for me. It's going to be totally about him. And we have a ball. So the net is, Dan, if somebody's going to break it, I hope it's him. Uh And I'll do everything I can to keep him as long as he wants to pursue and and chase him. Oh, that just it, it just warmed my heart.
1: Fantastic. Well, you did the right thing in not pushing him. I have seen people push their kids to accomplish things whether it's in basketball or other ball sports or in hunting or fishing and some of them take to it and some of them just say, "You know what? That's your thing, not mine. I'm done." Yep. And yep. and when they're ready, they will do it. And if they're not ready ever, you can force them, but it's not going to be a happy ending, I guarantee it. It's,
6: you're right. Yeah. You're right. So right. It's mm-hmm. not going to end well.
1: Well, Jeff, gosh, we could do this forever. we got to take another break here. Can you come back next week and talk about Huntworth Gear and the rafter turkey call from Foreplay?
6: Absolutely. I'd love to, Dan.
1: All right. Folks, we'll have Jeff Buds back. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio.
7: Have more success
8: on the ice with the LiveScope Plus ice fishing bundle Li from Garmin. Drill fewer holes, catch more fish. This portable live sonar bundle comes with the LiveScope Plus system, EchoMap UHD 93SV display, and a lithium battery, all packaged in a case making hole hopping a breeze. LiveScope Plus helps you find more fish with improved resolution, reduced noise, clearer images, and better target separation. Fill your freezer with fillets with help from Garmin. Visit Garmin.com or shop your local Garmin dealer today.
9: Florence County Forestry and Parks is happy to announce their new online registration system for access to our Lake Emily and West Bass Lake campgrounds, pavilions, boat launch yearly passes, and information on the Peak Ski Lodge. FlorenceCountyParks.com is the site. It's currently live for you to see how it functions, and you can set up your account sign-in for when you're ready to reserve sites starting on January 1st, 2024. So check out FlorenceCountyParks.com and get ready for 2024.
4: Are you putting off treating your hearing loss for you or a loved one because you can't afford it? Hi, I'm Dr. Laura Venipal from Professional Hearing Care. And I'm telling you that you couldn't be further away from the truth. I believe that everyone should have access to hearing health care and improve cognitive health. And that's why we offer our affordable treatment plan. Our team is dedicated to taking the stigma and cost of hearing loss out of the picture. For a free consultation, call 608 Two nine two four nine one six, or visit our website at www.profhearingcare.com
1: Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com.
10: The Midwest's largest fishing website, lake-link.com, is your online fishing resource. 90% of Lake Link's features are yours to use free of charge, and members get access to Lake Link's online lake map library, let's get GPS coordinates of any spot on the lake, and export waypoints to your onboard electronics. Members also get free outdoor classified ads, discounts, and on online store merchandise, and a whole lot more. You can also listen to Outdoors Radio 24-7 on Lake Link. Listen to this week's show catch any of our past shows subscribe to our podcast or even sign up for our weekly e-newsletter so you'll know in advance what's coming up right here just type in the keyword radio see what you've been missing log on to lake-link.com today that's lake-link.com
0: welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information outdoors radio with dan small
1: Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small, Professional Hearing Care, LLC, with offices in Mauston, La Crosse, Westby, and Fitchburg, Wisconsin, is a full-service hearing health care clinic. You can find them on the web at profhearingcare.com. And joining me now is Odell Salverson of Viroqua. And like me, Odell is a patient of Professional Hearing Care, We met in October. Odell, thanks so much for joining us, and welcome to the Outdoors Radio Network.
11: It's good to be there.
1: You and I are both wearing hearing aids from professional hearing care now, and I've been wearing Uh, mine for about two months. How long have you been wearing those?
11: I've actually had mine for roughly about a year and a half now.
1: How did you come to find them?
11: Well, it's kind of one of these funny things. I'm the typical... Husband, typical man that basically says, my hearing's okay. (laughs) My kids or my wife would say, boy, did you hear that bird out there? And I just kind of give them this blank look like, no, I I didn't hear anything. We visited my sister down in North Carolina, and when I came back, I talked to her over the phone. I said, I'm considering just getting my ears checked. And my sister, who I hadn't seen for a year, she kind of gave me the, um... I was going to talk to you about that so I was like, oh boy, my sister noticed that. I knew there was professional hearing up in Westby. So I went up there and I kind of just expected, Okay, sure, let's just do a simple little test on you and I was amazed at the testing that they done as well as the cognitive portion as to how I was doing there. I'd looked online and I I knew about them and I thought, well, good. Westby was close. I didn't have to do any driving and everything. And I was very impressed with basically what they had done for me to begin with because I've always known that and I've read a number of articles that said you increase your chances of Alzheimer's and dementia by three to five hundred percent by losing a portion of your hearing because your brain basically says, well, we don't hear that anymore, so therefore we don't need to use this portion of the brain anymore. And I've always kind of known that, but always figured, hey, my hearing was okay. But I found out it wasn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I did too. I knew mine wasn't great, but I could get by. And as uh, Dr. Laura explained, and Allie as well, a lot of people with our hearing loss say, well, I can hear just fine. I just don't understand everything people say. And that was my case. Yes. Well, where did your hearing loss come from?
11: Well, to be honest with you, I was born and raised on a farm. And, you know, we're looking the 50s, the 60s, into the 70s. Hearing protection really wasn't a part of of what we grew up with. Basically, now you look and you see people with insulated cabs on their tractors and hearing protectors and everything, but we just worked on a tractor all day long, no hearing protection whatsoever. Now, I will admit to you that, again, being born in the 50s, getting into, we'll call it the rock and roll scene, there was an awful lot of loud music at the dances. And there was a short time period that I was in a band, and so I'd stand up in front of 10-foot speakers, and I would play music all night long. And by the next morning, I could still hear the music in my ears because of the amount of ringing that was in there. So it didn't help with the farming issue. It didn't help with loud music, and the two combinations, I think, just kind of destroyed the upper end, the high point, listening to high tones. And I didn't really realize it until they tested me at the Westby Clinic.
1: And you mentioned not being able to hear birds. I had that same issue and I think you and I probably have a similar profile. I did drive tractor a little bit and a job I had, but I was on my high school rifle team, and we shot in a basement uh-huh. yeah, with no hearing protection, didn't know any better, Absolutely. and, you know, Absolutely. I literally shot my hearing at that point. But how was your hearing with the hearing aids that you've got?
11: I'll tell you a silly story. I walked into my house with the hearing aids for the first time, and I went, oh, my goodness, I didn't realize how much my floor squeaked. Uh-huh. Walking through the house, it was like, Squeak, 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 and I'm gone. oh, good grief. You know, because you don't realize it because you don't hear it. But if you don't mind, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you one story that really brought everything to mind for me. Sure. I was out on our, our back deck in, in the evening, Matt, just a short time after I got it, and I walked out. And, of course, you hear the crickets, you hear the frogs. You hear all the typical stuff at nighttime that you would hear, And I stood out there and I thought, you know, I'm gonna take my hearing aids off and just see how much I can actually hear. I took my hearing aids off, dead silence. Wow. There was nothing, nothing. And I'm not exaggerating. And I stood there for a second and I put the hearing aids back on and all of a sudden there was just this this chorus of frogs and crickets and everything. And as a man, this is kind of hard to, hard for me to say, Dan, but I got emotional. Sure. I got emotional. I stood there and I thought, what have I lost all these years that I didn't hear this stuff? You know, I grew up in the country listening to all the beautiful nighttime music, if you want to call it. But when I took it off, took my hearing aids off and the whole thing disappeared. And I put them back on, and I could hear them again. It was just like I could feel the emotion welling up inside me like, wow, I didn't know that.
1: Uh (laughs) Yeah, well, my experience has been fairly similar, and you and I both hesitated a while. I hesitated many years because I knew (laughs) I had a problem. What is it that got you to cross over that line and get them? Was it the testing in Westby?
11: It was definitely the testing of Westby because I was very surprised at the in-depth testing that they done on that. I was in the healthcare industry for a while, and the big thing I'm after as an aging individual is to keep my mind as sharp as possible. And like I said, when I started to read the research papers, in fact, hearing me is one of the top three that can affect Alzheimer's if you are not hearing properly. There was a study done in the UK where they had three groups, the people with hearing aids, the people whose hearing was normal, and another group that had a hearing loss but no hearing aid. Uh And they followed them for like 10 years. And at the end of that study, they found the people with hearing aids and people with good hearing cognitive-wise, were okay, but the decrease in cognitive on the people who had a hearing loss over that time period who did not correct it with hearing aids was to the point that in the UK journal called The Lancet, it basically said this is an immediate emergency thing that should be taken care of, that people need hearing aids to keep cognitive ability going, and that blew me away when I read that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, now that you and I have hearing aids, maybe our mental capacity won't get any worse than it might be now. And I hope that it'll improve. I don't know if that happens, but at least you stem the decline when you can hear, I guess. That's my understanding.
11: Well, that's just it. It's almost like a hidden plus that takes place that we don't even realize when we keep our ability to hear. What do I want to say? It's like greasing the wheel. It's just something that's going to keep things rolling, keep things moving mentally for us, is to have our hearing as acute, and it's also very good for our relationship with our spouses. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep, no more, what did you say? Yeah, I I know. Well, we got to wrap this up, but any advice for people who are in our generation who might not have taken that step yet?
11: A lot of people think, well... As long as I don't have to think about it, as long as I don't have to deal with it, it's going to be okay. This is very important. This is something that we will not know that needs to be fixed until it's too late. I mean, as I always say, worst case scenario, you go in, you get checked, they go, no, you're actually doing pretty good. You don't need anything. But we're at the age where it's maintenance. We have to keep checking our health all the time.
1: Yep. All right. Well... Odell, thanks so much for sharing your story and your own experience. I wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
11: Thanks to you, too, Dan, for talking to me about it. I appreciate it.
1: You're quite welcome. Odell Salverson of Viroqua with a personal story and a testimonial, if you want to put it that way, for Professional Healthcare LLC. They have offices in Moston, La Crosse, Westby, and Fitchburg, and you can find them on the web at profhearingcare.com. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters.
3: Get ready now for 2024 with the official Outdoor News Sportsman's Calendar. Whether it's hunting, fishing, or finding your local sports show, this collectible calendar has it all. Stay ahead with moon phases, peak fish and wildlife activity times, and more. All surrounded by original images from the nation's top wildlife artists. Now available in multiple states including Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, and Illinois, all the way to New York. Supplies are limited, so get yours today at OutdoorNews.com.
8: Have more success on the ice with the LiveScope Plus Ice Fishing Bundle LI from Garmin. Drill fewer holes, catch more fish. This portable live sonar bundle comes with the LiveScope Plus system, Echomap UHD 93SV display, and a lithium battery, all packaged in a case making hole hopping a breeze. LiveScope Plus helps you find more fish with improved resolution, reduced noise, clearer images, and better target separation. Fill your freezer with fillets with help from Garmin. Visit Garmin.com or shop your local Garmin dealer today.
9: Florence County Forestry and Parks is happy to announce their new online registration system for access to our Lake Emily and West Bass Lake campgrounds, pavilions, boat launch yearly passes, and information on the Kai's Peak Ski Lodge. FlorenceCountyParks.com is the site. It's currently live for you to see how it functions, and you can set up your account sign-in for when you're ready to reserve sites starting on January 1st, 2024. So check out FlorenceCountyParks.com and get ready for 2024.
1: If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms makes and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com.
10: The Midwest's largest fishing website, lake-link.com, is your online fishing resource. 90% of Lake Link's features are yours to use free of charge. and Members get access to Lake Link's online lake map library, let you get GPS coordinates of any spot on the lake, and export waypoints to your onboard electronics. Members also get free outdoor classified ads, discounts, and online store merchandise, and a whole lot more. You can also listen to Outdoors Radio 24-7 on Lake Link. Listen to this week's show... Catch any of our past shows, subscribe to our podcast, or even sign up for our weekly e-newsletter so you'll know in advance what's coming up right here. Just type in the keyword radio. See what you've been missing. Log on to lake-link.com today. That's lake-link.com.
0: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
5: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend. On the web at cedarlakesales.com. And they have their winterizing supplies in stock. If you're uh, still out there enjoying uh, the cooling weather now, uh, maybe on the riverfront, uh, they can do the job for you as well. Check out their website for details. We're also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camo wear at a price you can afford, huntworthgear.com. And by Professional Hearing Care, LLC of Boston, La Crosse, Westby, and Fitchburg. ProfHearingCare.com.
1: You know, I imagine there's still some open water on some of our lakes. I was, a, I had to cross the Mississippi this weekend. Gosh, it was wide open, even in areas where it's it usually freezes. I'm sure some of the backwaters have ice, but and there were some boats out or, or rigs parked at the public access points and i'm guessing some of those guys were duck hunting i or goose hunting maybe i'm not sure what's still open because mm-hmm, i sure. i'm done uh, with waterfowl hunting this year and deer hunt. well if our tv show outdoor wisconsin isn't airing where you happen to live you can always watch past episodes at milwaukee and our deer hunt wisconsin show from this past year and several years before it well, those are all archived on our Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV YouTube channel,
5: and this radio show is also online. You can check it out at lake linkcom dot com slash radio. Uh, you can also find our podcast on the Outdoor News website, outdoornews.com dot com slash podcasts, and then find Dan on social media at Dan Small Outdoors. Find me at Hardwater Jeff.
1: The DNR's Keep Wildlife Wild poster contest is open to all fourth, fifth, and sixth grade students enrolled in any school in Wisconsin the deadline is February 16th and for information go to the DNR webpage under keep wildlife wild our theme music is by Warren Nelson you can hear more of his tunes and look for updates on his performances at warrennelson.com i'm Dan Small i'm here with Jeff Kelm Jeff and Eve, super holiday
5: party plans no uh, we're going to probably hit Cheboygan we'll hit Arpen and We'll be done. All
1: right. Well, I'm going to my SCI Badgerland chapter Christmas party this weekend at Chula Vista in the Dells. Those guys get together a couple times a year, and it's a lot of fun. Actually, they do it every month, but this is the big party. So, Mark La and I are both going to that. Well, folks, get outside this weekend. Drive carefully at night. Watch for deer. There's still plenty of them out there. The wolves didn't get them all. And be sure to join us again next week for Outdoors Radio.
10: can, honey. I'll be trolling
6: home to you.